Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. What's up? What's going on, Mike? Another one. Another one. And we have to point out, we would be remiss if we didn't point out, you're wearing a hat today. I'm wearing a hat today. What's going on? Uh, Clemson Tigers are undefeated. And I figured I'd do it for the first time, I would say, probably in over a decade. I have never seen you in a hat. Exactly. That's really interesting. Has anyone ever seen you in a hat? No, I actually got a Snapchat, and somebody already made a comment. They're like, this is the first time I've ever seen you in a hat. Because in uniform, that doesn't count. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's just part of the uniform. That's normal. But I'm actually wearing a hat, civilian side. Because we were talking about... So, in the future, we are going to have some merch, because why not? And we were talking about getting some Buffalo Happy Hour hats, and you specifically told me you're never going to wear a hat. And look at you right now. You're killing it. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't even know what to say. Do you like it? I, I love it, dude. I love it. All right. I might. I don't know why, because you told me that you didn't even like wearing them. Yeah. You I, said that you looked weird. You don't look weird. I think You know what it was? The hat wasn't sized correctly. Oh, was So it? one of our subscribers and followers actually gifted this hat to me. So shout out to him. And it was actually the right size. So I threw oh, okay. it on, and then he looked at me and goes, fits like a dime. And I was like, well, there it is for the boys. You know, now i got to wear it. So here I am, wearing a Clemson hat. So do you, did you struggle trying to find a hat that fit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had the same issue, except the other way around, probably. They don't make hats this big. Yeah, they don't make hats this small. <laughs> when I So when we used to ride motorcycles, because that's another thing that you and I had in common yeah we tried to or when I went to go get my first bike I had to get a helmet and they're like what size helmet are you and I'm just like the biggest you got I mean I don't really know how else to tell you it's just whatever you have the biggest size they're like okay here you go it's like $40 more because we have to custom make it for you I'm like all right sweet thanks (laughs) it was like a triple xl so are you serious yeah dude I didn't know they went that high. Oh, they don't. They really don't. I mean, I have struggles with everything. I'm just an abnormally sized proportioned guy. My head is too big. My arms are too long. My feet are too large. And let me tell you, as much as people want to say, oh, feet, you know what that means? It's impossible to find shoes. Yeah. I'm trying to find boots for the winter, and I can't find anything. If you're above a size 13... Yeah, I'm a 15. Yeah, general retail stores don't even carry more than a 14. Yeah, I'm trying to find boots at Dick's, and I was online, and they just don't have them. Yeah. So I'm resorting to Amazon, and I can either get this pair of boots for $400, or I can get these $20 pair of boots that were made by some rando down the street that are going to fall apart the first snowfall. Yeah, it's really frustrating, because I max at about a 13 for certain running shoes, but then any... Because I used to sell shoes, and I would sell running shoes, and... People would come in all the time with, like, what do you have for a 15? Nothing. Right. General stores stop at 13, and then you would have onesie twosies for basketball shoes that go up to a 14, and even though they're super limited, and because those are limited, and then because basketball players are super tall, yeah. they, they're they always sold out. Right. So everybody's just going online. I, It's frustrating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A funny story about this, too. So when Gina and I went on our first, like, 
couple's date with my cousin. Wow, we're starting off early today. Yeah, Cheers, bro. When we went on our first couple's date with my cousin and his uh, now wife, we went bowling. And we went to this rando bowling alley in West Seneca. It's like a family-run establishment. And I'm like, you know, I, I like going to those places rather than the commercialized AMCs because yeah. of the way that they oil their bowling alleys. And I'm a nerd and I'm actually good at bowling even though I only go once a year. But uh, my high score is like a 238, whatever. Weird flex, but whatever. <laughs> um, and the the woman looks at my cousin and he's like, she, or she said, what size shoe do you wear? And he's told her. And then it went his wife and then Gina. And then it got to me. And I'm like, do you have a size 15? And she looks at me, and then she looks at Gene, and she goes, you're lucky. I'm like, oh, my God. She's, like, 75. That's so awkward. And she awkward. told Gina that. I know. It was very, very weird. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it made me, like, super uncomfortable. What did Gina do? Just she just, kinda... like, blushed and laughed. Yeah. And then after that, the woman, again, said something. What did she say after that? She's like, if I was any younger, I'm like, relax. I'm just trying to go bowl. It was the weirdest experience of my life. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a way to start it yeah, off. That's the highest that bowling alleys go to, so I'm lucky that I'm yeah. not a size larger than that. But, yeah, man, it was really uncomfortable when you first went. <laughs> that's a story for the ages yeah, right there. Yeah, for sure. That was weird. Uh, yeah, and I'm still saying for sure, so that's good. I've yep. said it three times already in this podcast. I am so keen now to listening to myself say this, it's obnoxious. Right. I think that's our next word that we have to focus on, too, is obnoxious, because we say that... The P word. Phenomenal. I wasn't going to say it. And then FS. We say that for all sure. the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. That's for another sure. one. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll, get, we, we'll get through it. Yeah, when we... So the interview that's coming out... That came out last Friday, this past Friday, with Southern yeah. Tier, you and I were listening to it on the ride home from Jamestown because that's where they're located, and we'll get into the distillery in a little bit. But the when we were listening to it on the ride home to make sure it sounded right, I think I said for sure in the first... Like five times in the first minute. Yeah. So I almost hit you in the knee. So you started picking up on it. We're gonna start developing different cues. Yeah, really. It's fine. We gotta do something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's whatever. It's our own business. We'll do whatever we that's want. That's what I'm saying. We're both. I want to say for sure forty-seven times. That's my prerogative, man. I'll do it. Yeah, and then we're gonna lose all forty-five subscribers. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Here's what we should do. We should create a list and put it up, put it up on the wall. I was going to say post it up and then put it up and I combined them and said put them up on the wall. There you go. So, you got to put it up, man. Yeah, nailing it. So <laughs> we'll put it on the wall and it'll be all the different things that we need to focus and work on. This is just going to be a therapy session then between you and I because we're going to stop our podcast and just talk to each other. So why do you say phenomenal so much? Yeah, seriously. Is it something to do with your past? <laughs> <laughs> More likely than not, it definitely is. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the distillery here. Um, today we have the Southern Tier Distilling. We have their American whiskey. Yes. And we went down there, which you'll see the interview. You should have already seen the interview if you're subscribed. It came out on Friday, which is November 7th. So if you're listening to this on the Monday, it came out a couple days ago. And it was a fantastic episode. Yeah. The uh, owner, Ross, was fantastic. Yep. He was an incredible guy. He was a really good time. We laughed so much during that interview. I feel like we didn't even get a lot of information out because we were laughing so hard. Correct. So I agree. You want you want to touch on the distillery a little bit, Mike? Yeah. So the distillery has more products than we really <laughs> knew what to do with, and they were up in the tier with Black Button, mm-hmm. where they had so many different options. So what we did was essentially showcased different things for different people, so that the viewers had an idea that it wasn't just a whiskey or a brown spirit. So we grabbed their American whiskey, which is a double oak. It is really good. 
and they also have canned cocktails, which is really cool. So there's four of those up there, and then they have uh, cases of vodka seltzers that you can try out as well, which the seltzer is basically a higher alcohol percentage drink. It'll get you where you're trying to go faster. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a really good way to get through the summer, and they have drinks for everybody. Yeah. So we picked up the American whiskey for the episode, and then the Housewives of BHH grabbed the <laughs> seltzers and the canned cocktails. So we figured we showcase them and basically let you guys see that they have more than just brown spirits. Yeah, so the seltzers that they make are made with their own vodka, which is unique to their distillery because the White Claws and the, um, what's the other couple? White Claws and Truly Truly's, and, yeah. Right. So those are more of a malted beverage, what Christine was saying, the other interviewee that we had uh, with us there when we did the interview. She said they're more of a malt beverage, which is one of the reasons why they're able to sell in Wegmans and stuff like that because yeah. they're not tr- actual alcohol yeah, um, or a spirit, I should say. But these seltzers that they make are made from the vodka that they make in-house. So it's a very unique experience, a different taste, and it's an incredible product and, again, shows how creative they are with making this stuff. Yes. From a canned cocktail perspective, they have four different flavors right now, which we have in front of us. They're the vodka soda, the bourbon smash, the vodka madras and the gin and tonic. I don't know madras, madras. I don't know. We'll go with the the way you said it initially. Madras. Yeah, we'll just sound it. wrong. It sounds Spanish or something, and I'm not a Spanish teacher. I'm obviously I'm not either. And what did you take in school? I took Spanish. Did you? Yeah. So you want to pronounce it for us? You're gonna spell like that. <laughs> I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay, let's do it. The red one. Yeah, the red one. It's vodka madras, madras. Like that? I don't know. Someone's pronounced Madras, but it's Madras. Fine. No, it's <laughs> if the anything, Home Depot. <laughs> the Home Depot. If anything, it's Madras. Yeah. yeah. Just All go right. with that. So, so we'll go with that. Um, the four flavors of that, and then for the vodka seltzers, they have the black cherry, pomegranate, mango, peach, watermelon, cucumber, and blood orange pomelo. So very extensive selection, and that's just their canned products. And then from the spirits, they make their your traditional like vodka, gin. Um, they have a barrel-aged gin, I'm pretty sure, and they also have a rum. But from a spirit, from a bourbon and whiskey standpoint, they have a straight bourbon whiskey, a rye whiskey, smoked bourbon, American, which is what we have here, the two times hopped, which we both tried there, and it was delicious. Yes. That first sip was absolutely incredible. But we didn't want to get that because it wouldn't be a fair apples-to-apples comparison with what we have already tasted up here. Right. Um, and then after that, they have a maple-aged bourbon, and then they just came out a couple weeks ago with their Bottled and Bond whiskey, which is a four-year bourbon, which is what we actually were able to try when we were there. Yeah. Which was mad hot. Yeah. Normally, bourbon is like around 80 proof, and this one was coming out of the barrel with a thief at 120 proof. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was hot. just over 120. I think he yeah. said 124, if okay, I remember correctly. Yeah. It, it was yeah. An incredible. It was a great experience. If you want to go back and listen to that episode, the interview with them, please do. They go through the specifics on how to get there. They have their own basically compound there. They share a road with Southern Tier Brewing and their distribution center. You just make a left off the road and you're in a Southern Tier compound. It's incredible. Yeah. So definitely go take a look. Uh, Go past the brewery. The brewery is amazing, no doubt, but the spirits need more publicity. Absolutely. I'm but glad yeah, we're able to work with them. Yeah. Also, I think I've said absolutely five times so far, it's, so I'm going to cut that out. Yeah, let's just go for it. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's really what 
the um, Southern Tier Distilling had to offer when we went in there. And we touched on this a little bit last episode just because we were so excited to go there. And we talked about it during our last episode. But they have an extensive tasting room, too, with two bartenders back there, which we got their suggested cocktails when that drop comes in hot later. Uh, I, I got a nice one for you today. Um, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> but uh, the bartenders gave us their suggested cocktails, and they just knew everything about the place up and down, which just shows that the message that they're conveying between the owners, uh, Christine, and the um, people that are working in the taste room yeah. is just super consistent, which is always good when you're going to an establishment like that. Yeah. So Yeah, they took that to a whole other level, and it was discussed during the interview as well. Yeah. They do a really good job. Yeah. Well, let us know your favorite part of the interview because it was... It went off the rails a couple times, and it was so fun. Yeah. It was an incredibly good experience. I can't say enough good things about Ross and Christine for letting us come down there. We did it in their um, like in their working facility. Yep. So, yeah, we were super excited to be there. It was an awesome process. We're very happy that we were there. Behind the camera was all the stills that they were distilling everything in, and then uh, right behind us were the barrels that they were um, distilling and aging all of their, or not distilling, but aging all of their whiskey. And so it was a really cool setup. We're very blessed and the, the bar set super high going forward. Yeah, it is. They did a really good job. Yeah, for sure. So thank you again for everything. Yep. It was great. So, all right. So well, let's, let's do a little weekly recap there, Mike. You had your last, uh, <laughs> you had your last thing with the army, huh? Yes, I did. And it was very traumatic for me emotionally yeah. but i'm fine i'm fine i didn't break in front of the guys um but yeah so after eight years and three months i officially had my last drill and then uh my last day in the army is december 27th so merry christmas yeah, yeah i mean it's exciting and it's not like it's just very difficult to transition because there's um it's just a lot that's not going to be there I relied on the Army a lot for different structure, different discipline. I knew that I had to work out because I had a PT test. I mm-hmm. knew that I had to work out because there were guys under me that looked up to me. I knew that I had to work out because there was all these other factors of you could deploy. You have to go to this super intense training event down in Louisiana for three weeks yeah. so that you can deploy. So you're always consistently thinking about how you have to stay in shape. You can't eat certain things because you have to stay within standards. Like There's all these different things about the army that I don't have to worry about anymore. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden to just drop off and not care about how long your hair is or how you have to shave or it's just every single aspect of life is now different. So losing that is going to be strange. And the biggest thing with getting out is it's all Colleen and I have known. Mm -hmm. So I'm home way more and Sam's not even used to it because ever since we've had Sam the last three years, he's seen me in uniform. He's seen me in and out of the house and, now I'm just home. Yeah. So I think he's obviously going to be happy about it. But for me and Colleen, it's going to be a huge transition. So there's a lot of things that are going to come into play. And I have to figure out what I'm going to do because not thinking about the Army right. is going to be weird. Are you going to grow a beard then? I What I want to do is I want to look like <laughs> Nicolas Cage in Con Air. <laughs> I want to have like long flowing locks and a huge beard, and he's just st- just letting the sun hit his just, face. We're gonna we're gonna put a fan on the table. That's, no. that's what I want. Just starts blowing in our hairs. Oh yes, this whiskey is so good. Exactly. Just just the exact opposite of what the army wants you yeah. to look like. And the biggest question that I've gotten from guys in the army, they're like, "How many drugs are you gonna do?" And zero. That's I've, a weird question. 
Well, no, it's not because every month we get a drug test. Oh, really? Gotcha. Yeah, so we're constantly getting tested. So for me, it's like I've never had the urge, but there's right. guys that have done drugs before they got in, even just marijuana or like right. mushrooms, I mean, you know, random things, and then they'll spend 20 years in. Yeah. So to eliminate that from their life, they're like, dude, I just want to sit down and like do drugs. And when you're, let me tell you something, man, when you're in the woods <laughs> and it's pouring out and you can't no, go I, home because you're on a different continent, like, that's the conversations you have sometimes where it's like, sure. are you going to pop Molly when you get out? And then <laughs> you spend like three hours talking about it mid-mission. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the stuff that guys miss. Like those random conversations that no one knows about because yeah. from the public side, we're all super squared away. We're drones. We look like each other. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just crazy to not have those conversations again. So the only other thing that I have to do for the army is uh, we have a annual holiday ball every every year in December. So ours is coming up. Um, and I basically just now have to prep my uniform, make sure Colleen's got the dress that she wants because she, she basically picks three options and then she's like, what about this? What about this? And I just want her to be happy. And, uh, I got a speech written for the guys and it's, it's a send off. So since this past weekend, I've been getting a lot of texts. Guys are just thanking me for everything that I've done for them, which of course brings everything back up. And it's just, it's a lot of emotions. Sure. So it's uh, it's a very interesting time of life. So what did you do when you were in this last drill? Like, wh- did you guys do some sort of uh, activities or anything for the last drill? Always. Um, if you're not there training, then you're getting screamed at because you have to be there training. Yeah. So we we basically did stations for our next EIB. So EIB's expert infantry badge, where you basically get graded on all different aspects of your job as an infantryman. So disassemble, reassembly, shooting, PT, land nav, throwing grenades, and all these different stations, basically. Yeah. And then if you fail, which <clears throat> the dropout rate's actually really high, um, then you just don't, you know, you, you don't get your EIB badge, yeah. and it, it just sets you a tier up, basically. So everything's a competition in the Army. You're always trying to be better than who's around you, and you're always trying to beat yourself. So I was in charge of training guys on the grenade station. So we this set up. This gotta be fun. It was a blast. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we set up a, a radius with targets in, in the middle, and then guys had to throw a grenade in within that radius. And then if they didn't, and you have two chances, then you're a no go at the station. So EIB is very strict. You yeah. have to do it a specific way. There's steps to do everything. And if you miss a step, it's a no go. So yeah. And you were talking that throwing grenades is actually much harder than people believe that it is right because you were saying each grenade is like two pounds or something correct yeah so you got the fuse in the middle that actually sets off the grenade and then the metal ball itself is what creates the shrapnel gotcha so there's some weight to it so guys that never played sports don't even really know how to throw lo and behold they have something that weighs about two pounds in their hands and they're like great now i gotta throw this thing like 35 uh, what is it like i think it's like 35 meters really yeah i mean it's it's a good throw so they're like, all right, yeah, I can just knock this out. And I was like, yeah, man, try it. And then they're like, well, how come it only went six six feet? And I'm like, because you, your dad failed you? Like, I, I, why are you asking me? And they're like, well, come on, sir. You know, so it's just, it's funny. So we went back and you forth. You see people and, doing the softball throw, just like whipping an <laughs> yeah, underarm? Yeah, guys were taking like two jump hops. And I'm like, That's... Is there like a official way to throw a grenade? Or is it just like, just yeah. chuck it? No, there's there's a specific way. Um, there's different positions that Under you can armor. throw from. Oh, right. It's all over. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so there's that's one event, and then you have to also throw a grenade within a bunker. So there's how to clear a trench with a grenade, and then how to clear oh, a bunker. Okay. 
So that's basically what you're simulating within that lane. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was in charge of that. We did that training. Um, and of course it rained naturally. Obviously. Yeah, so yeah. Not? So we're out there in November getting pissed on and I'm just standing there <laughs> laughing, barking at the guys, right. you know, just, just being motivated. And then we get back inside and at final formation, I was called up uh, by the, it was the acting first sergeant at the time. And he had wonderful words to say. Um, and I thank him for that. And then he gave me control of the unit and then I was able to smoke them one last time. Oh, cool. And, um, you know, from a leadership standpoint, there's there's two ways of doing it. When I was given that opportunity, you do it with them. But if it's like a corrective action, then you wouldn't do it with them. Right. Um, new Army, they basically want you to do it with them. Um, but it's, you know, when you're smoking somebody, I didn't abide by that. I was, you know, I'm old school, so I kept it old school. Regardless mm-hmm. of what the, the Army wanted, you need a medic's present. I'm like, are you serious, dude? Like, if they're not in shape to do 15 push-ups, get over yourself. So... Um, so yeah, so I, I smoked the unit, I, I joined in, it was on video and, uh, I'm able to keep that forever. So there's cool. just a lot of, a lot of different memories that I'll never forget, yeah. but yeah, it was, uh, it was an emotional weekend. Yeah. So it, it's good though. And while you were throwing two pound grenades, I was loading a one pound piece of pizza in my mouth. That's so. what I'm talking about. Dude, did I tell you about that? No. No? Dude. Oh, Jesus. So Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, my friend Steve came over, which I think now has more plugs in this podcast than Gina does. Because we just talk about him all the time. <laughs> I mean, he's a really good guy. Yeah, he, he's a really cool dude. Yeah. So he came over and we wanted to go back to our teen teenager days when we were just like skateboarding and playing Xbox. So Gino was gone for the night and uh, Steve came over and we played Xbox and got pizza. Okay. So there's this pizzeria in Buffalo, dude. It's called Macy's Place Pizzeria. It's not the department store Macy's. They're closed, whatever they're doing now. Macy's follows us. Macy's Place Pizzeria. Yes, they do follow us. Yes. So... Go check them out because they're an incredible pizzeria and they are changing the game of pizza right now. They have this pizza that we got, and I'll tell you about it. It was each slice with one pound. I don't know if they did their own research on how much each slice weighed, but I did. They, so They probably don't care. They probably don't they care. They just want to give you the best piece of pizza in Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So we got this pizza. So basically what it was is it's one piece of crust down at the bottom. And then on top of that crust was blue cheese and chicken fingers. And you can have your chicken fingers however you want them. Mild, medium, hot, barbecue, whatever. And then that goes on that crust. Then they put another piece of crust over it, which is cheese and pepperoni. So you have this double stack, they call it, pizza that is literally one pound each. So we finished two slices each. And then we're like, you know what? Just for fun, let's weigh it. See how much it is. So I got on the scale without the pizza. Shamed in myself because I gained a little weight, but whatever. And then got on the thing after the pizza. It's probably because I gained the pizza weight, but got on the scale after um, I had those two slices of pizza and I had two additional pieces of pizza in my hand and each one weighed a pound. So we had four pieces left in the box. I stepped on the scale. It was four pounds more. Each piece of pizza weighed one pound. That is insane, dude. They're changing the game. They are changing. I wonder how many of those they sell. A lot. It's got to be. A lot. I mean, like we just said, they follow us on Instagram, and their Instagram story is just filled with people trying this. They have a lot of followers, too. They lift up the the crust, and there's just that gooey, beautiful chicken finger center. It's insane. So for anyone who doesn't know, Macy's Place, it's in Chictawaga. It's on Genesee Street. And they were the winners of that Sexy Slices Pizza Contest that they had at Hydraulic Hearth last year. So what they did was Sexy Slices, which, again, if you don't follow him or if you don't follow Macy's Place, 
Go follow them because why not? I mean, it's not hurting anybody to go follow these people. Seriously. And they're changing the game. But anyway, so Sexy Slices did this competition where different pizzerias in the Buffalo area got together and the public were able to come and rate their favorite pizzeria. And Macy's Place won. So, but other than that, they're just changing the game altogether. Their pizza logs are like dipped in their wing sauce, which no one would ever think of, but they did. So I obviously had to order it because why not? Right. And it was pizza logs and I got the Cajun honey Cajun honey barbecue or something like that sauce. And it it's literally just that. It's wing sauce on top of pizza logs. It sounds gross, but it's fantastic. No, that's not gross. Listen, dude, this is Buffalo yeah, that we're talking about. Yeah. There's nothing off the market. Like, yeah. You gotta just send it. And uh the they have a new pizza coming out. Actually I think it just came out. It's called their garbage plate now. So instead of them stuffing the crust with chicken fingers, they're stuffing it with, I, I believe, Polish sausage. I, I could be wrong on that. They didn't put their ingredients down. But then on top of the pizza, so you got the Polish sausage down at the bottom, and then on top of it, it it has the uh, onions, mustard, macaroni, salad, um, french fries, everything else that you would see in a garbage plate, ground beef or wh- whatever it may be. And it was just insane, man. So that's obviously going to be what I have next. So here's the thing. A They're pound not, of pizza, dude. Yeah, it's a pound. That's, definitely, <laughs> that's up our alley. They are not a sponsor. No, they are not. If they, they could be, though. If they want to be, I'm not saying we're opposed to it. Right. That's something that we should explore. You know what we could, we could talk to them about? This would be cool. So if you guys are watching, let us know. We can do a bourbon barbecue-infused sauce and call it the Buffalo Happy Hour Pizza Logs. That's what I'm saying, dude. Now we're getting somewhere. We can talk with one of these distilleries. We can get a partnership going, bro. I think Easily. we got something here. Easily. I mean, <laughs> outside of the podcast, I do order their food quite a bit. It is so, so good. Oh, I'm sorry. Because last episode, we were talking about how we're trying to stay healthy. So it's no, not it's far, not that it's quite far, a bit. Far on. But yeah, it's not that I order them quite a bit, but they're my go-to. Yeah, they're they're very good. If you have not checked them out, them out again, just search Macy's Place on Google. Go there immediately. They're fantastic. The guy who runs it or one of the managers there, incredibly friendly. Every single time he posts something new, I message him and I'm like, you guys are changing the game. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate the help. Appreciate the support. I'm like, absolutely, dude. You guys are incredible. By so, the way, can you please send a pizza to speed yeah. dial four? Because I'm waiting. Love yeah, it. So it, it's just been awesome. The, the the pizzeria is fantastic. So go there. Go and try them out. Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll get them to be a sponsor. We got to do Macy's something. place right here. That's it. Sticker. We'll throw them up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. Uh, so what else What else happened? My my basement flooded. That was cool. Did it really? Yeah. yeah so the, so for the people outside of the state um, and outside of the city, we had a really bad storm. We had insane amount of rain. And in some parts of the southern tier, which is like, so if you if you picture the city of Buffalo, like south of that, all the southern, uh, the southern tier suburbs got hit with snow. There was hail in the city of Buffalo. And... Where we are, it's really flat. So we're not on top of the hill. Yeah. Um, we do have basements because this is in Florida. And Which we're in right now. Yeah. And the uh, things got pretty wild. They did. Yeah. So where did your water come in from? I had standing water in my, like, on my lawn. Like, there were puddles around my whole lawn. Okay. That's how soaked my lawn was. And at that point, there is nothing to absorb the water. Once the ground is saturated, that's it. 
So the only place it can go to is in your basement. Yep. So people all over the place in Western New York were getting flooded basements. People's sump pumps were failing. Luckily, mine didn't. But what happened was actually behind my bar over there, I think I have a small, small, small crack where it doesn't leak on normal days because a couple days ago it rained again. Yep. I was nervous. Came down here drier than the Sahara, man. There wasn't a drop of water there. People were dying for thirst, but there was nothing there. <laughs> so there's a crack behind the sink over there. So what I need to do is take apart the bar one of these days. Not like not the bar bar, but the um, sink because it's a wet bar. Yeah. So I got to move the sink out and try to find where the crack is and patch it up. Yeah. But it was bad, and I was super nervous. So it flooded down there and then all along the back of the wall and into that door behind you. Wow. So that door, basically, that door is going to be a bathroom eventually. Yeah. As soon as we get like money to do it, obviously, because... If you have a bathroom downstairs, it's hard to shoot everything up because normally stuff comes down. You know ah, what I'm saying? You know, because you know of I'm gravity. Saying? Because of gravity. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so if you have a uh, bathroom in the basement, it's obviously much harder to do because you need a either a like bathroom kit that they sell. It comes with this box that just shoots shit. No pun intended, but it just shoots stuff everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, into like the pipes and then into the plumbing and everything like that. But if it's down, it has to go obviously up, which makes it harder. So eventually that's going to be a bathroom, but that had like a good two inches of water in it. No kidding. Yeah. How'd so, you get it out? You shop vac? I, yeah, I have a shop vac. Yeah. So it, it was, it was scary at first because I just didn't know when it was going to stop. And then luckily it stopped raining and then the ground dried a little bit, uh, enough for it to not happen again. And now hopefully this whole winter will be fine. It's just that rainstorm was insane. People lost power like crazy. There was, 36,000 people without power, and then that they, they were with, um, so there's National Grid, mm-hmm. and then who's the other major player? NYSEG? Yeah, NYSEG. So 36,000 were out with NYSEG, and then there was an additional 24,000 that were out with National Grid. Mm. Yeah, I saw that oh, on shit. the news. There was a ton of people without power across New York. So. Which sucks, because if you don't have power, your sump pump doesn't work, so you're going to flood too. Yep. So it, it's bad. I mean... Luckily, we're not getting hit with tornadoes and hurricanes and stuff like the southern states are. But we got our own slew of problems here. After this, we got to go bring my snowblower to get fixed because we got snow coming soon. Sure do. And it's just going to be Buy your snowbrush. Yeah, I know, really. Yeah. And you can't take it out until friggin' June because you never know when it's going to snow until. Seriously. It's just crazy. My snowbrush is in my truck at all times. I don't take it out. Really? Yeah, it's in my vehicle. Whatever vehicle I'm driving, it's not. Okay, first of all. I don't mean that I have multiple vehicles. I'm just saying since I... Yeah, weird I've, flex, man. Yeah, seriously. One of my thousands of cars. Since, yeah, we just lost all 45 subscribers. These guys don't need anything. They don't need help. Yeah, so... <laughs> when I transfer the snowbrush from my Toyota to my Bentley... Yeah, so the... Good Lord. Um, since I've gotten my license, whichever vehicle I've had, I've only had one at a time. Um, I've just left my snowbrush No, you've had a motorcycle. It's two vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Let me put my snow brush <laughs> on my rear seat. Give me a break. I do miss my bike though. They actually I just came out with. So for those that are into that kind of thing, I did have a 2017 CBR uh, 1000. I'm sorry, 600 RR, and they just came out with the new 1000, and it's nice. stunning. Really? It's 218 horsepower, 215 horsepower. Wow. Obnoxious. Yeah. Absolutely obnoxious. But it's it's a really good looking bike. It's really streamlined. Their gas tank shape hasn't changed. I'm into it. Yeah. Definitely not gonna buy it, but I'm into it. Oh, I thought you were gonna buy it. No. Ooh, you know what I did see too? What? So I was getting an oil change on my truck done 
and they had a Yanko Camaro in the showroom. Really? It was the second ever Yanko made for that year. Um, I believe it's 2019. I think they're still, oh, yeah, wow. they haven't released any 2020 vehicles yet. So yeah, it's the second ever Yanko 2019 Camaro in the showroom, 835 horsepower. It was gorgeous. It was obviously ridiculously overpowered. There's no reason to ever have 835 horsepower in Buffalo right. for just a summer, like a summer car. Yeah. It's meant for the track. And it's only four months out of the year that you can drive it here. And then you got to deal with potholes for those four months. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, it's a nice, um, deep, like cherry candy red. And then they got um, vinyls going down. And then there's a specific badge for Yankos that they get instead of bow ties. It's a bow tie okay. with Yanko in the middle. Oh, cool. It's sleek. So carbon fiber under the hood. It's nice. And it's an aggressive hood. Yeah. So. If you had to get a car, what would it be? Like if your dream car, what is your dream car? It's a Jaguar F type and I've already built it. Oh, so you already have it like a Drowse? 100%. Nice. Yeah. No. So um, <laughs> ever since Jag came out with the F type, I've been in love with it. And then me and my brother-in-law actually been in a race to buy it and be the first ones to buy it. Oh, cool. Um, so he's going to win that race for sure. <laughs> uh, he actually, congrats to him. I mean, he just landed a great career move and his income just increased. So he's definitely on track to get it before I am. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely happy for him because I still get to be in it. Yeah. For it's sure. just not mine. Right. So he wants to get his in the, the like stereotypical historic green jaguar green and then i want mine in in their white they're pro white with red interior and then black wheels you've wanted that for a while long time you like that red interior since i came out yeah with the white for sure and then because they got a really nice white led um oem headlight and then they have you can get red brake calipers so basically that's that's my jam yeah people do that with like silverados they do it with durangos and that color but i just love that color scheme and then it looks really really uh, it looks nice in an f-type i'll finish my first sentence but at night a white jag looks phenomenal yeah i'm sorry for using the p word but it works in that sense yeah because it is phenomenal yeah it is it's a sleek car so i'm still a gtr fanboy if i had money i would buy a gtr did you see that some dude bought a nismo and basically changed the body style for it to look like an r34 really and it was a brand new it was a it was a newer skyline it was r what is it r37 r35 r37 i think right r37 is a newer skyline i think either way the newest skyline he converted the front end to make it look like an r34 i love that it's a beefy it it, dude it looked amazing i'm actually i think it's an r35 hold on it's my goal i I would love to have that car get it yeah, I'll try. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Jesus. Just shoot for the stars. As, yeah, as soon as this podcast takes off, I'll get one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, once we get Macy's to be a sponsor, and then we get all these other places to be a sponsor, <laughs> um, and we are, start to land some events like we have landed, which we need to talk about. Actually, yeah, you you touch on that. I'm all gonna right, look up so the news. What is breaking news? Mike hit the drop. Bam, 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 bam. Thanks for just, throwing, just the, I literally threw my voice at you and just let you have it. Just the look of disappointment on your face. <laughs> I was not ready for any of that. I'm trying to do research for our podcast. No, it's funny. It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> so, um, breaking news, kind of. Uh, we've been in talks with the people over at Elkit Development around one of their events that they have coming up. And we are happy to announce that we will be attending the event to do a live podcast there, which is 
an absolutely incredible opportunity. We're very thankful for them to give us this opportunity. And Super grateful. It, it's insane. Uh, again, we have no idea who we are. We say this every day. I shoot you a text. And I'm like, who are we? What are we doing here? What are we doing? That's so, actually our slogan for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? So we, we are given this opportunity, and we're going to continue to promote it from now until the actual event, which I'm going to touch on right now. So the event is called the Christmas Spirit Event. It's, again, hosted by... Ellicott Development, and it's at 500 Pearl in the Forbes Theater in the building. Let's go. Which is insane. Let's go. Again, what are we doing? I have but no idea. <laughs> yeah. So it's Christmas spirits. Like I said, it's not specific to whiskey. It's all spirits. And uh, there's going to be wine and beer there, too, I think, too. I could be wrong on the beer, but... I'm a wine it, guy, too, man. Yeah, I know. I, I'm an everything guy, man. I'm an alcohol. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to get where I want to go faster. That's it. Right. So... Uh, it, it's on December 4th, and it's, it's 500 per, like I just said, in downtown Buffalo. The tickets are $20 pre-sale, so if you buy it right now, you go to, and I'll put this link in the description of something, because it it's very long. Literally, get ready for yeah, this. Yeah, really. All right. <gasps> Elicatedevelopment.com backslash this hyphen is hyphen Buffalo backslash Christmas hyphen spirits. You got that? Yeah, you got that? It'll be, it'll be in the bio. Rewind 10 seconds, rewatch it again. Yeah, that's uh, no, a so super it, it'll, it'll be in the bio. If you go to Google and you type in Christmas spirits, it'll come up. Just be on the lookout for Elkid Development. But what we're going to do, and we still need to finalize the details. I've been working with this woman over there that's organizing the whole event. And we're going to hash out some of the details of what exactly the expectation is with us being there. Do we want to have a typical show where you and I just bullshit for an hour? Or do we want to bring in guests from these different distilleries? Maybe even some that we haven't talked to yet because they might not offer a whiskey product. So we're going to bring the three mics. We're going to bring our mobile setup just so people can come in and talk to us. It's really an awesome opportunity. And again, it just shows all of our collective goal of highlighting what Buffalo has to offer. Yeah. That's our goal. We joke around all the time on how we're going to make money with this podcast. And we got tens and tens and tens of views. <laughs> like we're just blowing up. But it's all jokes because the the main goal of this podcast, again, is just to continue to bring Buffalo up to uh, it, this surface where it gets more recognition for everything they have to offer. Yeah. I don't know how many of our viewers would have known that we have all these distilleries in the surrounding areas, but that's our whole goal. And that's the goal of this Christmas Spirits event, too, is to make people understand the spirits that people have to offer, get to try some. Um, I'm not sure exactly who's going to be there. Again, we have to hash out some of this stuff. But if Buffalo Distilling is going to be there and you liked our review on it and you want to try it, maybe you don't go out and buy a $30 bottle just off the cuff because you want it. Go to this Christmas Spirits event for $20. Again, pre-sale, you can maybe try some. So really, it's going to be an awesome event. We're going to be there. If you're going to be there too, let us know. Stop by, say hi. We're going to have the table. Again, all the equipment there. It's going to be a good time. For sure. And then what else is there other than the pre-sale? So there's a $25 ticket at the door. So if you don't buy it pre-sale, it costs $25 at the door. Okay. And then they have a $35 VIP. Look at that. Yeah. So are you more of a VIP or are you more of at the door? <laughs> I'm definitely not pre-sale. I, I don't think that much ahead. You know what I am pre-sale for is if it's available, like a specific band. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go to VIP. So I think that... Um, You're a VIP kind of guy? It, it all depends on the perks from it, you know? If there's good perks for it, like, if you go, again, to alicadevelopment.com backslash this hyphen is hyphen buffalo backslash Christmas hyphen spirits, 
if you go there, it'll tell you what's in, <laughs> what's in both tiers: the regular, uh, the regular sale and the VIP. Yeah. Um, for this event, I might do the VIP just because, I mean, I'm a very important person. You know, I, I gotta get VIP at this point. Look at that. <laughs> That's good reasoning. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah. I would for this, I'd go VIP. Yeah. But in general, what you know what I do? I make it a VIP experience with the after door price. That's what there I do. You go. I literally it's attack this thing. Hundred percent. It's a mentality. Yeah. You're damn right. It is. Yeah. I I walk in that place and I'm like, "What you need?" And he's like, "25 bucks at the door. Perfect. Here's 25 bucks. I'm literally gonna network and bounce around all over the place, and I'm just gonna attack it. <laughs> literally make that event my event, and then get that VIP experience. Right. The goal is to go in only spending 25 but get offered the vip that's what you go. gotta do there you go yeah that's what you gotta do come with us mike you're wearing a suit come on with us Let, let's go let's do this exactly yeah it's gonna be awesome we'll let you know more details as they come out again make sure you're subscribed to us on youtube and like all of our social media because as soon as we get more information like i said we're going to be meeting with the people in the in the near future to understand expectations and the more information that we get we're going to be posting so stay tuned and, and let us know if you're going because we'd love to meet up with our, our loyal subscribers. Hunt it. Hunt it percent. That's what we want to do. We want yeah. to be with them. It's going to be great. For sure. So for uh, the next segment, we need your drop. Yes. As I pull everything up, I got to make sure that I'm ready for it. There is the new and improved cocktail section. Have you ever seen the show Workaholics? Yes. When you were younger? Yeah. All right, that's the drop, man. <laughs> Cocktails. Now we're gonna get sued. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Literally gonna get sued because you just stole. You know what? It's fine. that was pretty good though, wasn't it? I'm not gonna say no. Thank you. Yeah, it was yeah good. that was the nicest thing I think you ever said to me. It was good. Thank it was you. very good. Kind of truth be told, I was one that came up with the workaholics theme song. Oh, they they called you. <laughs> so you know what, Mr. Derek Crusoe, why don't you come to our recruiting store? Our recruit, yeah, recruiting. Good lord, recording studio in L.A. and make it happen. Hey man, I could do it if they needed me to. Obviously, you prove it Sh- every should week. I, should I do another one just in case if we have to cut that one out? No. Okay. I'll give you a good reason too. We have 17 minutes until we're at an hour, and we still got to talk about oh, bills. Dub bills. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, let's get into the cocktail. So we're not going to go. We talked a little bit about the Southern Tier in the beginning, but. If you haven't and you want to know more about Southern Tier, look at the interview that just released a couple days ago. Yeah. Mike, your turn. Okay. So for the bartenders <laughs> that were working the day we were there, there was Nick and Carrie. So Nick recommended rye whiskey and Coke. Good man. Their Absolutely. rye whiskey and Coke. Mix that. You'll be good. Very quick. Yep. Perfect. Too easy. So Carrie came up with the, it was the two-time tops, right? Yeah. She called it the two-time sour. That was the way, that was what she called the drink. Yeah, so two times sour. And the two times hopped whiskey, I actually bought a bottle and have it at home. Really good. Yeah. So it's two times hopped whiskey, honey simple syrup, lemon juice, an egg white, and a splash of apple juice. Shake that up. Yep. Good to go. Shake and not stirred, man. Shake and not stirred. And remember, stirred. if you try these, always drink responsibly. Yeah, so we talked about all our products. We have a table of alcohol, and we're giving you options. Please just be smart and drink responsibly. Appreciate all of you for thinking ahead and planning correctly. Yeah, exactly. And also, one of the things, too, that we want to highlight, if you follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook, you already know this, but every Tuesday and Thursday, we're going to be putting up recipes to our cocktails uh, that we talk about in the episode. Yep. It'll be a couple weeks behind, obviously, so we don't give anything away to our viewers that are catching up, but... 
we're going to be posting the recipes of our cocktails. That way, if you just want to know about the cocktails, give us a like on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and you can get uh, the recipes from there. So Boom. expect this in a couple weeks. Boom. But yeah, it's awesome. So Mike, what, what would be your cocktail? Do you have one? For them? Yeah. Yeah, I would do one of those. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because Honestly, because that would, both of those, like the kids say, tickle my fancy. There you go, tickle it. Sure. real good <laughs> tickle it real good uh so mine is a whiskey smash wow that's what it's called look yeah, at I that know. i just want to jump through this table uh so the whiskey smash is two ounces of bourbon bourbon for the there layman you term there you go uh fourth ounce of simple syrup three whole lemon wedges talk about so it. so they're lemon wedges not lemon squirts you're not squeezing those lemon wedges but it's three full lemon wedges okay and then four mint leaves, and you just smack that mint leaf. You slap it to miss. You just keep slapping it because that's what you got to do for mint leaves. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. So as soon as you smack it, like if you ever go to a bar downtown, like one of those fancy bars, they if you get uh, Moscow Mule or something like that, they'll smack the mint leaves because that smacking is activating the aromas in the mint to come out. When you put it in the drink. Let's go. Yeah. So as soon That's as... That's a free chicken for everyone. Yeah, free chicken. So yeah, you just roll that four mint leaves up and then just smack it and then that's it. You just throw it in the drink and you're done. Boom. It's beautiful. This is a very refreshing drink. Yeah. Um, And it kind of has more of a summer and spring vibe to it because it's refreshing, mint, fresh, uh, all that stuff. And us going into winter and them forecasting like a foot of snow coming up soon, I... I miss summer so much. I know. I, 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 okay. Two things. One, I just stuttered really bad. Yeah, not really. And two, I already miss fall, which is the sentence that I was trying to say, <laughs> and my brain did not allow it to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I already miss fall. There was like six good days this fall. The rest were just full of rain, or it was too cold to really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It came and went so quickly. Yeah, it did. It's the glories of living in Buffalo, my friend. At least we get all four seasons. Right. Yeah. And at least it's good for Sundays for the Bills games. At least it's good for Sunday for Again, the Bills games. Again, those game. segues, man. Killing it. <laughs> Killing it. Last week was so good, too. Yeah, it was. I listened to it back and I cringed a little bit. I'm like, that was a really forced <laughs> 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 Which is funny. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so Bills talk, man. Thoughts. Washington. Washington so, Redskins. The Washington Redskins is an organization that has a lot of issues outside of the football field. They were talking about mistreatment for care with their medical staff uh they have coaching in front of front office issues i mean it's a slew of problems that they're trying to overcome the three people in washington had had to or had needed additional knee surgeries on their knee because it got infected yeah alex smith he was out for two full years because he had his knee surgery got infected darius guy same thing yeah these people are for some reason getting infected when they go in for surgery it's i i would be scared to play there if i was a player yeah, I, it definitely hinders a career, which is very hard to overcome from an organizational standpoint. So, for, basically, this game was a must-win for us. Yeah. We had to show up, and it's it's kind of aggravating because people are still upset with the Bills. And I was listening to our local sports radio early this morning, and there was a comment that was made, and it made me actually relax. So, I've been pretty annoyed with only getting 20 to 25 points a game. Mm-hmm. I think that we can do better. I think that we're not executing the play calls well. 
Um, there was one specific play where Josh Allen was on the two-yard line, flush out of the pocket. He doesn't just throw the ball away. He gets sacked, and we take a loss. Mm-hmm. And then that led to, I'm pretty sure, a field goal. And it's aggravating to watch because all he had to do was throw the ball away, and then we had three more on, like we had three more chances at scoring a touchdown. So the comment that was on local sports radio this morning was our front office and our coaching staff has a week-to-week approach, meaning they prepare, game plan, and coach for that specific game. They are very week-to-week. The Washington Redskins averaged going into this game 10 points a game. If we scored if we scored 20 to 25 points, we were going to win the game. So they basically coached and planned for us to score 20 to 25 points a game. That actually oddly made me feel better because we're six and two, bro. So at the the end of the day, the biggest complaint since the nineties for the Buffalo bills is we need to win games. We're six and two. So here's the thing. The last time we were, it was, uh, with who Rex Ryan, we were, we had, we had five wins and then the bottom end of the season just fell out from under us. And then we ended up being like six and what, like six and 10, or right. we always go like nine and seven or, you know, whatever. So this is the turning point. If we continue to win games, we're going to be a leg up. I right. miss you too, Cleo. Yeah. So for the same thing with the Buffalo Sabres, the, the Sabres were doing great. They won 10 in a row, and then they just consistently lost games. Right. And I think that's part of the Buffalo fan base mentality for really both teams is our expectations aren't high. And we're con- – Cleo, I get it. Is we consistently want – We need a studio. Yeah, it's fine. We'll get there. We, <laughs> we, we consistently want more and more and more. We're right. never happy. And I think that it's because we're so afraid that we're just going to lose the rest of the season. And – we're six and two. This is our best record since '93, and we're doing good things. Right, we we really are doing good things. But like, why wouldn't you want to score more points? Like, why would you go into a game saying we want to score twenty to twenty five points? That's so. It's a double edged sword. Like, I do want to score more points. Obviously, I'm a Clemson fan. We literally score sixty points a game. Yeah, I know. So the the frustrating part Keep that is that hat by the way Mike's wearing a hat that's what I'm talking about that's what I'm talking about so <laughs> the thing that's frustrating is granted we're only scoring 20 to 25 points a game you look at the Niners you look at the Patriots they score 30 plus points the Niners have a 50 plus point game this year yeah. and they don't just beat op- opponents they beat like they beat opponents yeah. they brutalize them on the scoreboard and if we had a blowout that'd be huge i think a lot of people will quiet down I just don't know if that's our coaching. I don't know if that's what we're trying to do. I think they're looking at overall system, overall mentalities, and overall record, which we have the second, what is it, second or third best record in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. Yeah. I mean, and, we're, we're, we are in a good spot. Yeah, and I guess that's a pretty good point. So you want to put some eye drop things in there? Yeah. Or um, homogenous, non-homogenous leaf water, <laughs> as you so eloquently call it. Uh, but, I mean, I guess that kind of makes me feel better from an aspect of we know that week to week we're not ever going to overlook an opponent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the Patriots, they lost last night. Yes. Loved that. Yeah, the Ravens came off a bye. Yeah. So, but I think that from what you were just stating – the Bills have a personalized approach with each team where the Patriots might just say, go out there and win by any means necessary, right. which might not be the right game plan for a specific week. Which is extremely difficult now 
because our run defense has lacked, mm-hmm. and we have, I think, four to four to five opponents coming up. I think that was a number where they have a really good rushing offense. Lamar Jackson's coming up. Mm-hmm. We have Ezekiel Elliott coming up. I mean, there's a lot of big backs that we're going to have to face. Adrian Peterson still had 108 yards against us. Dude, in the first half. That's what I'm saying. It was disgusting. Granted, it's Adrian Peterson. He's a Hall of Famer. I get that. Right. But we have a good defense. We cannot let up those plays. Yeah. Even the Packers let up really big plays, which was crazy because they were I mean, they were stomping mm-hmm. teams earlier this year. So we can't let up big plays, and we have to lock up our run defense. You, you like how last week you and I talked about how we need to have more running? And this week, they t- someone's watching this, listening. That that's in the Bills organization because Everybody the amount of touches that. that Singletary, yeah, that yeah. Singletary got was definitely warmed my heart because everyone knows that he's a young star right now. He was averaging a disgusting amount per run. Yep. I was most frustrated with the play calling again. I don't know. If, I think it was the execution. I don't think it's a play call. But why would you do three, four plays in a row? Granted, Josh Allen ran the last one. But four plays in a row running straight up the gut with the same player. Every single first down, too, we ran it right up the gut. Which I was it, predicting it. And if I'm predicting it, you know damn well the other team's predicting it. It's too. frustrating when your future Hall of Fame running back cannot get six inches. Right. I get that. Now, is that the running back's fault or is that the Lions' fault? Because, again, we still sure, don't yeah. have a right tackle. And Frank Gore, previously and historically, has always gotten yards. Yeah. So... It was just good defense. Right. But I, I also, I, I guess I'm also saying too that I was waiting when watching the, the game. I'm waiting for that play action on first down because we've ran the ball on first down the entire game. Yeah. It was just at the point where, again, if you're public speaking and you hear somebody clap in their hands, yep. you just start twitching because yep. you know it's coming. That's true. I was waiting for that play action to get the defense offline and it just never came. There was, it just seemed, again, like the play calling was lacking there. And I think that if we have four chances at the six-inch yard line and the first two attempts don't work with the running back, let's maybe switch it up a little bit. Yeah. But that might have been what the defense thought. So, I, I don't know. Right. All, all I know is that next week we play Cleveland. Uh, Baker Mayfield looks like a divorced 40-year-old in the last press <laughs> yes, conference he that he just that had. Hilarious. He looked destroyed. Yeah. And, I mean, rightfully so. They, they've had a terrible year, especially when everyone thought that they were going to do some crazy things. Yeah. I just remember, do you know Colin Hurd, the the broadcaster or the commentator? He His line was my favorite. He said, Baker has gained some weight, and if he stopped doing all these commercials and he focused on his football skills, he might actually play well. Love it. I don't know why Cleo's freaking out today. She might be looking for some food soon. She's getting so, into it, so, so we can wrap this up uh, in a little bit. Uh, we still need to talk about our whiskey ratings, though. Yeah, we got to rate it. Yeah. You want to check on her? Yeah, we might as well. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I just think that Baker looks out of shape. He doesn't look like he's into it this year. They have the best theoretical offense, and they're just not doing anything with it. I'm actually worried. So who – they did the Ravens beat the – no, the Browns beat the Ravens early in the season, didn't they? Did they? They might have. I think they might have, actually. Yeah. Baker has the ability to turn it on. So, I mean, I'm scared, but you have Trey White covering Odell. Yeah, and which we, is honestly Trey Trey's biggest challenge thus far. You can't take it. I mean, dude, Odell's Odell. Then they have Landry. So our corners have to have a really good game. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about our safeties. Our safeties are going to have a good game. And our it's just our run defense. Because they have, um, <clears throat> was it Chubb? Yeah. 
Dude's a beast. Yeah. I mean, we gotta, we have to find answers. Then we have Ezekiel Elliott. Then we have Lamar. I mean, the guys just, they're freaks. Mm-hmm. And they're shifty. And we need to have a complete defensive game. And I'm glad our special teams actually picked it up. We had a really good return. And there was a lot of questions about why we have him on the team before the... Uh, Andre Roberts, you're saying? Yeah, 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 before the schedule really got into it. And everyone was like, there's a reason why he's on the team. That's why. Yeah. I mean, within three plays, we're in the red zone after yeah. his return. That's phenomenal. We, we had some good drives last week. Yeah, we did. We had some that ended a little bit abruptly. But overall, when your first three drives go for points, that's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm happy I'm happy with the Bills. Mm-hmm. It's just... I, I do the same thing as everybody else. And we all fall in the same pit where... It's almost like it's never good enough until we win a Super Bowl. And I feel like this is what really bothers me about Buffalo fans. We're so loyal mm-hmm. and we love our team so much. Even when they win the Super Bowl, we're going to critique them the yep. entire season. There were people trashing Allen for his post-game conversation this past week. Really? After Washington saying he's not intelligent. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Josh Allen's intelligent. Like, you need to relax. And people just constantly find... And it's so easy as human nature to find something negative and just speak negatively. Like, just relax. It's the NFL. And people, again, the same point I always make, they always tend to forget... This has been an entertaining episode, dude. (laughs) Jesus. Mary and Joseph. So it's the same point that I always say is that the top 1% of players are playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you can never let that fact go. Like, there's always going to be any given Sunday where a team can show up and blow you out. Yeah. You have to perform every week. I mean, Miami just beat Jets. Yeah. So they have their first win. Again, yep. every blind squirrel finds a nut. Isn't that the saying? Something like that? Yeah, every blind squirrel finds a nut. Crazy. Yeah, sure so is. it's it's insane. All right, you want to get to the, to this uh, whiskey so we can wrap it up here? Yeah, man, let's rate it. Because we've had one hell of an episode here, man. <laughs> yes, we I mean, so, I don't even care. Just It's whatever. Right, so here's... It's whatever. whatever. It's whatever, dude. So it's here's whatever. the thing. So there's going to be a lot of editing for this, but yeah. in between the edits and the random breaks, there was a dog <laughs> consistently barking who wanted food. Then she escaped. She left she the house. She ran right outside. Right she ran door. right outside. She found a way out the door. So then you had to go up and get your dog, and then we, the the camera stopped recording. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. So we had an extra 15 minutes of footage that wasn't recorded on video, and it was really good conversation, so we had to start again, and it's just, we're here. We're here, man. We're here. I mean, this is what it's all about. This I'm is it. what it's all this about. This is a Buffalo exactly. happy hour. And you know what? If everything went smoothly... I would think we're doing something wrong. Exactly. There's You have to have some hiccups. And we've had some. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm getting out of the army. Your dog just becomes an escape artist. The phone stops working. Things are fine. Yeah, we're Tons we're of structure. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. No worries. All right. So, whiskey ratings. Let's do this. All right. So, <clears throat> label and branding. I give it a high score. Reason being, it is very easy to walk into a store and find their logo. You're looking for the word South. You're looking for the word Tier. You're looking for the really cool S in the middle. And it's a circle. It's very simple to find those shapes within of a store. So I would give it a high rating. Derek, what would you give it? I would give it a high rating as well. I believe that an A-plus checkmark is in the store for this one. Let's give it an A-plus checkmark. You like mark. that one? A-plus checkmark. Yes. Um, the Iron Smoke 
that it got a little bit better just because of Scully being on it. Just because I'm, I'm a little biased to Scully. You are a but, little uh, biased, but that's fine because but, Scully yeah. legitimately drives their mission statement. Yeah. And that's which is awesome. That's huge. Which, yeah. which is why that one had just a little bit better of a rating. But yeah, Southern Tier, it's it's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do a good job with the marketing, yep. for sure. Absolutely. All right, the the smell of it. What, what kind of notes are you getting? When we were there and we tried that Bottle and Bond, which is that new one that just came out, we were getting a ton of smells. Yes. And now smelling this one and having more of a, a keen nose to it like actually sniffing out specific right. smells yep i am giving getting actually a lot of um brown sugar in here i'm getting brown sugar but i'm also getting a blast of oak mm-hmm. which i'm all about so we should put oak and brown sugar for the nose it's very very sweet for me yeah it's Dude, really this good is about, probably one of the sweeter ones that i've had yeah which is weird i agree there's almost no burn no no this is good so there's actually there's people asking me oh, okay so hold on we'll get the actual rating so for the nose, let's, what do you think? An A plus? I would give it an A plus plus again. Yeah, A plus plus. It's good. Yeah. So there's people asking, uh, there's there's people asking me for whiskey recommendations. Some people are actually asking me about ones we've already tried. Like, oh, cool. what did you really think about Iron Smoke? Like, it's really good. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And then there's guys at work that are asking me about which whiskey do you uh, recommend that doesn't have a ton of a burn? Um, so I'm giving them options of things that we tried. It's just really good. So for for this whiskey, there are, I Jesus love Cleo. Christ, dude. I don't know what's going on today. Derek is talking to a stranger outside. I have no idea what they're talking about. So we thought Cleo was just doing nothing and being obnoxious. But she's actually protecting the house. Shout out to Cleo. All of us will most likely get edited out. Okay, here he comes. We'll get through this episode eventually. Do we need a do not disturb sign? Seriously. (laughs) A guy just came up saying, you want to try Spectrum? It's like, no. (laughs) I do not want to try. I want to try you getting off my lawn. Yeah, I don't care what you can offer me. I don't want it. I would rather have this beeping thing every 15 minutes than switch to Spectrum. I just don't. And then obviously Cleo has to bark because she doesn't know who's outside. (laughs) I would bark too if I'm a dog. Don't come to my house and try to sell me something. Unless you're going to be a sponsor. If Spectrum wants to be a sponsor for this podcast, we'll switch to Spectrum. Other than that, no. I'm done. I have Spectrum for my duplex. Can't stand it. So let's do let's do, <sighs> let's do the initial Jesus, taste. I am fired up today. I love it. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of editing. No, dude. We're going to leave it all. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Initial taste. Oh, I love it, dude. I love this podcast. Mm. Initial taste is so smooth. I, I know that we say it so much, but it's so smooth and it's so sweet to me, too. But it's not like honey smooth. No. Where there's zero burn, but you're still drinking whiskey. Like, this is just... It's silky. Yeah. It's a, it's a silky burn. This does not have a lot of oil in it, either. No. Because another thing that I learned about this uh, homogenous, non-homogenous leaf water is that what it's really meant to do is separate the oils. And then when the oils rise, that's what you're getting. 
Yeah, there's almost no difference between when you add it and when you don't. Yeah, which means that there's no oils or very limit, very limited oils in this uh, whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. So when you're actually putting in the drops, you're doing the whiskey a disservice because you're just watering it down without any additional outcome. Right. So it did get a little bit more mellow when we tried it, but before, I mean, obviously, I remember what it was like before. It still went down ridiculously smooth. It was very sweet, but you're right. It was not a honey sweet. Right. It was just a smooth, just so smooth. So smooth. So smooth. Uh, so in initial notes, what would you rate this one? A plus check mark. Wow. Three A plus check marks. This one's got to be a top one. It's up there. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the ending notes, What what's, what's lingering back there for you? Hold on. Let's chew it. Yeah, let's chew it. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Ooh, it brings out the burn a little yeah, bit. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Comes out right through the nose. Yeah. Again, it's almost like the uh, the horseradish sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can breathe a little bit better. Yeah. It's good. It, it, that actually bring, brought out different flavors for me. It emphasized the oak. Yeah. Agreed, yeah. Yeah, the ending note, it emphasized the oak. So I think from an ending note, it's very similar to the initial taste. So I might give this one just an A+. Yeah, I agree. A plus. I, I like when the ending note has a little bit something, something, you know. I like that. A little something, something. A little something, something. Yeah, a little something, something. All right, here we go. No drinks. All right, no drinks. All right, let's do it. One, one. All right. One, two, three. 96.1. I don't know how to do that math, man. 96. So we're looking at what? A 95.0. A 95.2? No, it would be a 95.6. 95.55? Yeah, 95.5. No. Yeah, you said 90. Jesus, we need help. You said 94.1. Yeah. And I said 96. Yeah. I don't know, dude. We'll figure it out. We'll put it up there. We'll do the math. We're already like four shots in. Either way, very good whiskey. Very good true product where they did not cheat the process yeah. at all. And it's definitely in the top three that we've had so far. Can you do the math right now, please? Yeah, dude. 95. <laughs> 96 and a 94.1. What do we got? 96 divided by 94.1? No, 96. <laughs> Did we go to school? <laughs> no, dude, I'm telling you. Math is by far my absolute worst, bro. Absolute worst. What do you want me to do? 96. <laughs> Plus 94.1. Jesus Christ. You had to be technical. Divided by two. Thank you. Okay. That's your average. Yeah, the range. Yeah. So what is that? Yeah, bro. 95.05. There you go. 95.05. That's our rating for this one. Which (laughs) brings that in there. Jesus Christ. Dude, I am so bad at math. It's stupid. That was funny. You want me to divide? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wasn't wrong. I had to divide. I just wasn't at that step. That was so funny. Here's the thing. Here's a good story. Real quick. I was taking math B in high school, and I was given a problem, and I knew how to finish the problem. I just couldn't start the problem. And I told that to my teacher. My teacher then looked at me and said, Mike, that means that I can't help you. Because if you know steps five, six, and seven to find step eight, but you don't know one through four, I can't help you with that. And I'm like, but I get it. Like, I know how to do it. And she's like, yeah, but you have to show your work. I'm like, you know what? I ended up failing math beat. Dude, I was so bad at math. All the way through college, I'm terrible at math. I just, really? I'm a history guy. In in college, 
my stats teacher came up to me and said, I think you should be a tutor because you are very smart. Yeah, which is why we're friends. I'm like, can we stop? I'm I... not smart. <laughs> smart. Dude, apparently he's smarter than me. I don't know, 95.6? I am the Patrick Star of this podcast. Just let it be. I won both. You won both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right. So 95.05, which is Correct. our second favorite, yeah, which second I, favorite. I think it fits. in general it does fit. Yeah. I do really like this. Again, everything just comes back to we like all of these. It's just which one do we like better? We're not going to find a local that's in the 80s. It's just not going to happen. Literally. And also coming up, so another preview. I know that we talked. We have... The peanut butter screwball coming up next, which is going to be an awesome episode. Let's go. And then we're actually going to reconnect with the people from Buffalo Distilling. Talk about it. Yeah. So we are going to sit down with them on Thursday. I like your like hype man. You're like the hype man in the back corner. <laughs> Talk about it. Another one. <laughs> Send it to him, Derek. Uh, so we're going to be meeting with them on Thursday, the 6th, I think. Something like that. 5th. I don't know. Yeah. Today's the 4th. So it- Yeah. So 7th. Nailed it. Which means the episode's coming out the 8th, which I incorrectly said earlier is the 7th. Anyway, we're going to be sitting down with the um, head distiller that works at Buffalo Distilling Company. And we're going to talk about their process and kind of not necessarily regrade it. I mean, we might assign a different grade to it. That was our first one. So we kind of want to have them uh, a little due diligence and redo it after we've had some more and really figure out what we like about it. But we're going to be sitting down with them, which is going to be awesome. And in addition to that, we're also going to be talking with another individual to really provide a podcast episode about understanding whiskey. Ooh! You and I have been sending it to him, Derek. <laughs> Ooh, making my palms sweat. Mmm. Here's the thing. We've been going back and forth about whiskey, and then now people are asking us, like, dude, just talk about how to actually make the whiskey. Yeah. So without giving away too many secrets to each respective distillery... They're going to talk about the process in this upcoming interview. Yep. And I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm so all about that it's, education. It's a guy. We're going to be sitting down with a gentleman who has worked in different distilleries already. Yes. And he has this thought process of creating his own distillery, which is going to be sweet. Yep. But what we're going to do is we're going to have him discuss just a generalized process on how to make whiskey, the different types of whiskey, how to really drink whiskey, and just an overall understanding of whiskey episode. That way we can provide to our viewers and just to everybody what whiskey actually means and how to really understand it. Which We're is gonna all going to get educated. We got One big so family. much cool stuff coming up, man. So, so just to kind of round it all out, again, go follow our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We really got to get on that Twitter game because we've been lacking a little bit, but that's fine. I honestly don't have Twitter on my phone. Perfect. I Dude, and I'll tell you why. I can't deal with the politics on it. Really? It's atrocious. You see, now I actually get notified every time some politics come on because what better place to get your news from social media? They're never wrong. <laughs> yeah, literally never, never wrong. I just, it's, I just don't want to fall into that black hole. Like I'm, I'm trying to stay. We're not going to get political on this right no, now. At no, no, we're not. I mean, we're not going to get political, but, but it's just that's political why I stay impressions away from are fine. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because that has no. No politi- yeah, right, it, right, right. It's no sides. Your Trump impression is awesome. Every single time that you talk about the the, the top 1%, <laughs> I always think of Bernie because why not? Yep. We're not going to get political, but just no impressions could be coming. Yeah, so I'll... Because we're uh, good at impressions, obviously. Obviously, we're, we should be on stage. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you handle the Twitter, then we I have no problem with Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Well, but, right now, we, can, we actually have the Twitter linked to our Instagram. 
So if you just click that link button to post on Facebook and in and Twitter at the same time, it'll just throw it up on Twitter also. Yeah, just like I have to have Twitter on my phone. Do you? Anyway, yeah. regardless, so follow our social media accounts. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. We have, again, I don't know how I can emphasize this enough, amazing content coming out. We have the interview with the Southern Tier Distilling coming out on Friday, November 8th. By the time this one airs, it'll be last Friday, so please go watch that. We had the interview with Tommy Burnett from Iron Smoke, which was a sick interview. Yep. We've had some good feedback on that. That's coming up. And we have so many interviews coming up, guys. It's going to be insane. And then also, again, just to promote it even more, go look at that Christmas Spirits event because it's going to be an awesome event. We're going to be there. We're going to be doing a live podcast again. Go buy your tickets. $20 pre-sale, $25 at the door, $35 VIP. Let us know if you're going. That way we can meet up. You can come see our spot. Talk to us. We're going to have microphones. We're going to. It's just going to be an awesome event. And we're just mad excited. So again, Christmas spirits. Go to elicadevelopment.com. Search Christmas spirits. It's going to be at the 500 Pearl building in the Forbes Theater in downtown Buffalo. It's just going to be a sick event. So go get those tickets. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Let us know how we're doing. Leave a comment on the video. Let us know your favorite part. And Mike, this has been episode six of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Episode six. Episode six. And we got so many more. Tell them again, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) It's been episode six. Everyone have a good week and remember, drink responsibly. Take care, boys. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.